You know how Snoopy puts his nose in the air and does that happy feet thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's that's me this morning. You're so in the spirit. I love it. I, I, and, and look at you guys. I mean, um, you know, you know we, we, we look a little bit like an Ohio State fan we, club we, we, this morning. But this is about tiny the holidays. <laughs> yes, We're right. very red this morning. Yes, we are. And uh, I've got my candy cane pants love on. Love the pants. Uh, yes. Love them. Yeah. Gail gives me uh, Christmas pants every year, forgetting that she's given me Christmas pants the year before. Uh-huh. So I've got like five pairs of Christmas pants. <laughs> There's not enough Christmas parties to go to to wear them all. <laughs> My dad has pants just like this, but I think they're a little Santa Claus. So we hope that you are in the uh, festive mood this morning. JR Mornings uh, taking uh, us on the road to Startup Nation here in Birmingham, where we're going to be uh, celebrating the holidays with some of our favorite people from uh, the business community, the JR community, and of course you, uh, who we love to join us uh, every morning here between 6 and and nine, a kind of a celebration of this this new team that it we have here that we love. And we've been having fun the whole time. And uh, when we added Jamie, of course, we classed up the place a little bit. <laughs> we did. It, uh-huh. Well, yeah. thank you for having me. I've also been having fun since September, and I think this is a great opportunity. And let's see what we can do. Oh, yeah. yeah. So as we head into the new year, we're celebrating that. And uh, uh, right now, December 21st, four days away from Christmas. Uh, we, th- today is the first day of winter. Yes. It doesn't feel like it. Yeah. I mean, do you break – and I, I know we love to complain about it, but I love winter. And especially with grandkids now being able to get out in the snow, it's a blast. I don't mind I don't mind winter. It's just when it gets below zero and that wind is cutting you, that's, that's the part I don't like. I mean, the snow is fine. I wish we would have snow on Christmas, but it looked like it's going to be 50 degrees on Christmas. I know. <laughs> I do love winter. I'm a figure skater after all. Right. So I just love going out to outdoor rinks. Campus Martius is a favorite. So I love winter. I love skiing. Bring it. I'm taking you over to Moose Jaw next door here. Okay. Uh, we're going to get you some tech clothing to get you through this season. <laughs> because truly, it's all about the long johns. Oh, yeah. Well, um, remember those. We, uh, the market's trending in the right direction after a bit of a pullback yesterday. But we had a nine-day winning streak uh, on the market. A little bit of a retrenchment, uh, but uh, it's all trending in the right direction this morning. We do begin with uh, some really sad news. A guy that was just a mega talent in the world of radio and one of the happiest, most affable guys in our little yeah. uh, broadcast fraternity, Kenny Calvert, died last night. And the word came from his wife, Annie, uh, at the age of 72. And... Uh, for the and Jason, I've got a clip for those of you that may not remember KC. I can't imagine that, uh, but you certainly knew his voice, and this is how he sounded. It's uh, Superstation 760 WJR. Ken Calvert around until three o'clock. Doctor Laura at three. And that gives you that was <laughs> oh, Kenny's boy. stint on afternoons here on uh, Superstation. Superstation 760. Yes, uh, and he. Uh, I mean, whether it was Riff, Wheels, W4. Uh, WCSX. I mean, he made stops and elevated the game of every radio station that he walked into. Yeah, I know at JR, before he had the uh, afternoon shift, he filled in a lot for different people, including J.P. McCarthy. Yeah. Mm. yeah of course, and, you know, if you loved oldies, uh, he would uh, don his alter ego, Chuck Roast, um, uh, and play oldies <laughs> on whatever. He was usually like an oldies Tuesday, all oldies Tuesday, uh-huh. or something like that. Um, I've got a, just a great personal memory of, of Kenny. Um, there was a bar that was just a half mile south of us here on Woodward called Jukebox Saturday Night. The mm-hmm. Chipotle is there now. And I stumbled in there in February of 1985 as a single man with some good friends. And uh, and Kenny used to stop by and spin tunes there okay, because it was an all-oldies bar. And you would dance yourself silly and then go home. Well, okay. 
um, that was the night I met Gail. Oh. Wow. Kenny Calvert provided the soundtrack to me meeting in the, it was the beginning of a, you know, 38 year romance now. Oh. And Kenny was there for, that's special. It provided the, the fun tunes that kind of set the backdrop mm-hmm. to that. And that was our favorite hangout. And so, you know, we'd run into Kenny all the time. Of course, at Channel 7, Riff was on the grounds there, so we would yep. see him a lot there. But just one of the greatest, greatest guys. I don't really have history with him because I'm newer to town. But, of course, I've heard his voice with all the highlights of the bad boys and things like yes. that. So this guy had been all over throughout many genres and different organizations. So kudos to a great career. And he's he, he's mentored people. He's He's gotten people into this business because of him. Because <laughs> they wanted to be like Ken Calvert and listen to him growing up. They wanted to be in this business. Well, and he really expanded what a PA announcer could do in an arena. He didn't just, you know, announce the players. He created yeah. the, the energy and the vibe that happened That still in lives the on. Yeah, because when you hear games. John Mason, he, yeah. it's, it's, it comes from uh, the Kenny Calvert days. I mean, you but know. you couldn't wait for Joe Dumars to sink his first bucket of the <laughs> evening because <laughs> Kenny would just do the longest Dumars. <laughs> yes. So, Annie, um, we love you so much, and I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. I just know that, that there's a uh, there's a there's a hole in uh, in in uh, Mount Rushmore for broadcasting mm-hmm. today, but and uh, it's got uh, it's it's reserved for Kenny Calvert. Um, the uh, meantime, I guess uh, touching back on the news this morning, uh, an altercation between Detroit police uh, ends badly, but it sounds like uh, a, a, a self defense situation. Yeah. You know, Detroit police, they fatally shot a man, uh, at Finkel and Southfield road, uh, yesterday evening. Um, the Detroit police uh, assistant chief, uh, Charles Fitzgerald said that they, uh, saw the driver. He, uh, made a turn without using a signal. So they pulled him over. Um, he did not have a license. They asked him to step out of the vehicle, and then that's when a struggle ensued. He tried to take off. Uh, one of the officers put his foot in the car to try to stop it, put his foot on the brake to try to stop it. The guy was trying to drive off, and he started driving backwards. He was dragging the police officer. They tried to use a taser. That didn't work. And so, um, you know, fearing for his life, he pulled his revolver, and he, he shot the the man the man was taken to the hospital he died later um he had another person in the car with him that person was taken into custody was not hurt uh i think the officer uh was minor injuries but this guy uh, had some marijuana in the car that was uh, it appeared to be ready for distribution it was packaged and he also had a glock in there that had been altered Whereas Chief Fitzgerald said had this guy pulled this glock he would have been able to pull off like 15 rounds instantly Mm. So he had modified it to be yes. automatic. Yes. Oh, he my. had a switch on it. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, uh, luckily uh, the officer was not killed and, um, you know, nobody yeah. else was hurt. MSP takes return. over the investigation. MSP will take over that investigation. Whenever yeah. there's an officer involved shooting, it will be MSP. Yeah. Jamie explained to me, I mean, we've been all following the, 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 the drama with the alleged recruitment violations with Jim Harbaugh, University of Michigan. Well, now. They got an official notice. I'm not sure how that changed things. They've 
but it means in 2024 there will be some kind of a reckoning. Well, you remember there was this deal with Harbaugh to be suspended for four games of the season that all fell apart. And then the university self-imposed a three-game suspension with Jim Harbaugh in anticipation for what was coming from the NCAA. This is kind of clarity, Guy, on what they have on the University of Michigan. A spokesperson for the school confirmed that it happened. This formal NOA happened on Wednesday. It includes four level two violations for impermissible on- and off-campus recruiting and improper use of coaches. And this is the biggie, the level one violation against Michigan's Jim Harbaugh accused of misleading the NCAA investigators during the investigation. That the level one could include several game suspension, which of course he's already done three. The school has 90 days to respond, and that's where we're at with that. But again, it's kind of it's not the crime; it's the cover up, or it's the it's the misleading information that he allegedly provided the NCAA. The NCAA really not happy with the way Jim Harbaugh misled them in their mm-hmm. point of view. The school's pushing back on that and saying that didn't happen. But you remember, I think it was over the summer, the NCAA came out and said this is a lot more than cheeseburgers. Right. This is more serious <laughs> yeah. than cheeseburgers. Right. So that's where we stand. Uh, not sure where we stand with the U.S. Supreme Court. Hasn't yet said whether it's going to take up the Colorado case that uh, purged Donald Trump from the Colorado ballot and also would not even allow his votes to be accounted for write-in. Um, there are so many questions to be decided about whether the 14th Amendment, Section 3, applies here, but it basically states anybody involved in an insurrection, any officer, mm-hmm. cannot hold uh, elected office. Precedent would suggest that the presidency and the vice presidency does not apply for that. We'll wait for the Supreme Court. Meantime, NBC News reporting exclusively that those Colorado Supreme Court justices are being flooded with death threats. Oh, we saw this before with the Dobbs decision yep. in the U.S. Supreme yes, Court. Uh, Kavanaugh, outside his home, they, they found a man that was there who had made threatening remarks and had ill intent. So we've seen extremists on both sides do this, and, and this is the culture now. This is, and that is exactly. And it. I'm, you know, watching television uh, yesterday and all of the, um, you know, pundits, uh, the legal pundits on television. I had not seen one who didn't say they didn't believe that the Supreme Court would, you know, vote nine to nothing, right, in favor to toss, of, uh, to toss that out. You know, everyone. Um, we do know this morning it was a forklift that caused the battery fire at Factory Zero. Apparently bumped into some things. That led to some chemicals mixing. It wasn't that they spontaneously combusted, combusted or yeah. anything like that. It was an incident with a forklift. Uh, one of my favorite stories, just a happy little story to end the morning with, and that is that um, a, a Chevy dealership out in California <laughs> decided, we've all done those customer chats, customer service chats where you're talking, right? To a computer, but they're trying to offer you customer service. Well, they, they thought they would do an upgrade with some AI, and so they used ChatGPT, which was fine. Until somebody on this Chevy website asked the ChatGPT, what pickup truck would you recommend? And it said Ford F-150. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, the AI don't lie. The, the AI, the, yeah, and apparently... <laughs> Doesn't know who it works they're, for. No, yeah, they don't no, care. They're no longer using. Yeah, that. I, think, I think Chat GPT just got its first pink, pink slip. slip. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking with our host Jeff Sloan, Mark Pastoria, Kristen Kajal, all the hosts of Let's Go Michigan, but also our host hosts here at Startup Nation as we celebrate the holidays on JR Morning. 
Well, welcome in on this Thursday. Kind of a, it, kind of, it's a very special day. And we're live from Startup Nation here on Woodward near 14 Mile, uh, just north of there and here in Birmingham. And uh, celebrating the holidays with some of our dearest friends and uh, business partners and also some of the newsmakers that we get to share time with and, and use their expertise day in and day out here on WJR and our host uh, who you hear uh, at 7.12 on the dot every morning here on JR Morning, Jeff Sloan from Startup Nation. Also, uh, his uh, right hand, Mark Pastoria and Kristen Kajawa, all hosts of Let's Go Michigan at 1 p.m. on Saturdays here on uh, AM 760 WJR. Good morning to all three of you. Good morning. Good, Good morning, morning indeed. Great to have you guys here. It's festive. It is at a little past six in the morning. Yeah. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Uh, yes, yeah. thank you so much for hosting us. This hey. is a thank beautiful you. space here. This well, is the most action our office gets at six a.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <right? laughs> yeah, did you open just a little early? We for did. Us? We did, especially for yeah. you guys. And yeah. we're thrilled to be part of your show. By the way, we do get yeah. to do that business beat every morning. We're yes. thrilled to do it. You know, at Startup Nation, our day job, if you will, the thing that pays the bills is promoting entrepreneurship, helping entrepreneurs create businesses that change their lives, contribute to local economies, con contribute to economies even beyond the local. Entrepreneurship is so important. 51% of the GDP driven by small business right. here in this country. Huge. Really important. So how does it work? If someone has an idea, they come here and get advice? Advice, guidance, resources that they need, you know, businesses, small businesses in particular, entrepreneurs, those that go into side hustles perhaps, those that open up sole proprietorships, which really make up the biggest uh, group of small businesses here in this country. They need support. They need help. We provide it to them here at Startup Nation. They have a hatchery right over there, and they put all these really, really cool <laughs> eggs and, and incubate That's really kind of yeah. what it is. I yeah. mean, it really is a, a, an incubator. Really, that's why the term. You know, we have a, an accelerator here, but we've got our own startups growing. But we also help others make theirs happen. And uh, do you we, do a we collaborative do. workspace thing here? I mean, th th I've been uh, in here where it's been a hive of activity. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the tr not in the traditional sense. We don't rent out desks or space. But for those companies that we get behind, that we provide support and resources to, they're welcome to be here as part of the uh, package of services that they get. Did the pandemic have more people want to be entrepreneurs and go into their yeah. own business? Yeah, Lloyd, great question. In fact, it did. More businesses than ever were started during the pandemic. People had time on their hands. They were wondering about their futures, of course. Everything was changing. People were moving, and ch you know, changing their work environment, thinking about, you know, gave us an opportunity to think about maybe I want to do something else with my life. Plus, they had seed and, capital because they weren't, th their expenses fell dramatically. Dramatically. You're absolutely right, Guy. Very astute. It did indeed. And they put that, some of the people put that money to good work creating a business that now, as I say, that can be transformative for people's lives. Even if it's a side hustle, bringing in a little extra cash, it's extremely meaningful. Kristen, what are, the, what are some of the trends, and Mark, weigh in as well, that you're watching for 2024? Oh, well, good question. <laughs> and these trends, by the way, Kristen, that you're yeah. about to dive into, we're going to give you a little list. You know, in order to be in business, things are so fast moving. As we said, the pandemic changed mm -hmm. things, but there's change constantly in mm -hmm. business. Just when you think you get it figured out, things change. And so staying up with the trends, consumer trends, really important if you're going to be in business. Let's run through some. Yeah, so so the latest one is neo-hedonism. Hedonism, yes. Anybody know what that means? 
Go ahead. Who's had a couple cups of coffee? Lloyd's Christmas present over here is a little liquid hedonism. Yes, I can show you right now. I knew. I knew. By the way, we should not have started with hedonism as the first trend. We're not going to get to any of the others, are we? Because we're going to focus on that. Exactly. Here, I'll give you a quick. It also sounds a little gender specific. Can we also say hedonism? There we go. Sure. All right. So it actually it is the idea where consumers are now seeking meaningful experiences rather than ostentatious displays of wealth. So we saw that with the Taylor Swift tickets, uh, right? That's exactly, that exactly right. right. Yes, we are looking to spend uh, money on experiences. Yeah. And that's a perfect example. Um, and ahead. so what does that mean for businesses? Right. Yeah, if people what does are that looking mean? for experiences, you better better think beyond just selling a product, a one-off product, a one-off sale, and think about expanding what you do and what you offer, the value that you deliver in ways that you can make it experiential. Cool. Yeah, we. I mean, really we talk important. a lot about customer service. So, say you have a retail store and you do just sell products. It's more than just selling products, right? You have to make them coming into the store an experience. The hand holding, the little extras, the little extras. Well, it's like walking into Williams Sonoma and they've got the little latte station there, yes. so you can get a little something while That's you're just right. walking right. around the or store. Or those evenings where girls can come together at night yep. and have champagne and shop. That is those exactly are exactly right. Exactly and customer right. service. Customer service is so important because you know even if you're going into a place that may be, you know, have something that's a little bit more expensive, mm-hmm. a little bit more that you want to pay for. The yeah. customer service it's yeah. just makes it all great. That's I mean, right. you know, you, you, and you keep coming back. I, I, the stores that I go to right now that I always go back to because the customer service yeah. is real great. So customer service has always been, as we know, king. But now customer experience is actually one of the buzzwords, one of the things that businesses need to focus on that goes beyond just servicing the customer, providing that great experience. All right, that's number one. Kristen, number two. Number two, people want to buy from brands making a positive experience. A positive change. I mean, I'm sorry, a positive change. Yes, and have a positive experience. uh, Indeed, they go hand in hand. Here's the thing. People, especially Gen Zers, when they spend their money today, and they're a huge part, a coming part, you know, growing all the time in terms of cons- the overall population of consumer spend, they want to spend with brands, with stores that stand for something, something they can relate to, something they can feel good about. If they're going to spend money to store or on a brand, they want to make sure that it matches with their brand, with their own Which personal Which is why values. ESG and DEI are the buzzwords yeah. now. Absolutely. Well, also yeah. like the sock company where you buy socks, but then a sock is donated. That's right. Or Tom's. Or Detroit everyone. Boombas. Boombas, yeah. Boombas, exactly. So that's right. That's exactly right. So make sure, I mean, one of the keys here, if you're a small business heading into 2024, Make it known what you stand for beyond just making a buck as mm-hmm. a business. Make it known. Put it on your website. Make it clear. Have Live your, it. Have your breathe mission. it. Sleep yeah. it. Yes. Have your All mission. All right. We got time very quickly mm-hmm. for one more. Yeah. Um, they're also um, focusing on personal well-being, and this we definitely saw after the after the um, pandemic. Uh, pandemic. The pandemic, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that is all about how do we pamper ourselves and how do we get ourselves back into the population? How do we start to meet people uh, in social settings. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, and so, for example, again, if you're a business, think about ways in which you can deliver whatever it is that you're selling, whether it's a service or a product. Think about things that make people feel better. Mental health has become such a you know, huge issue word. now. Yes. It's, out, it's mm-hmm. more out in the open than ever before. Mm-hmm. If you're a business, stay up with the trends. We've got others. We'll post them on our website and, of course, at thegreatvoice.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lloyd, Jamie, we're offering lattes to every listener from now on. (laughs) Okay, that's right. Sounds good. Great. 
Jeff, Kristen, Mark, thanks so much for being such great hosts. Oh, you're welcome. Well, we love you your space here. here. We do. love what you provide. Can we do this every day? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. Yeah. that's that, an easier that drive be, for me, brother. That, that, <laughs> that might be pushing it. Absolutely. We are yeah. celebrating the holidays here on JR Morning, and we will continue that celebration with one of our favorite auto visionaries. That's next on JR Morning.